Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Eating Salads. It's me again, Austin Crosby, and I am excited to recap an exciting, very full day. Mm -hmm. We woke up early, early, uh, probably before 7 a.m., because there was a lot of noise going around. My mom wasn't feeling well still and decided that she was going to stay home today, um, which was too bad because we set out on a tour early for, I guess it was a med another medieval village. Uh, how could it not have been? But it was on the ocean, the Mediterranean, meaning that Casey and I got to climb down and pat the Mediterranean Ocean and take a little rock and uh, have coffee, a cappuccino even, and a bikini. There's a sandwich here called a bikini, which uh, I think is called that. Uh, I've heard a couple different stories. One guide, when I asked him, said that it was called the bikini because it's cut into little triangles, which if you put on the front and the back could be a bikini. The other guide told me that there was a famous nightclub that uh, created it, I think, in the 70s, a discotheque called it the bikini, and it just stuck. But both of those could be true. They don't have to be uh, exclusive. So what it really is, regular bread, not a baguette, but what we would in America call like white bread, toasted ham and cheese. That's a bikini. I'd seen a picture at one day that made me think it might have sardines and olives and anchovies, that kind of stuff on there. I don't know if it was just mislabeled or if it was a misunderstanding, but it's a ham and cheese sandwich. Very basic. It was good. The cappuccino was good. Our guide today was named uh, Giulio, and he was from Italy, Milan. Nice guy. Uh, all the guides have been nice. You know, I, I don't want to say my favorite, but I think it was Roger. I think it was Roger. Because he was the one most forthcoming with his uh, belief that Catalonia deserves independence. And he laid it out there, and I was very much like, yeah, absolutely. That being said, I'm, I'm biased. So everyone else was nice. And they had, you know, realistic enough takes on all the stuff. But, uh... I don't know, the fact that Franco, like, outlawed Catalonian and outlawed Catalonian names by extension and that two of these three guides, you know, the ones who were actually part Catalonian, both had names that would have been illegal a generation before them. It's pretty convincing to me. It's pretty convincing to me. Anyway, um, you know, today's tour was the fishing village or the coastal village. And then another medieval village, definitely medieval. And then Figuera. Figuera being uh, the town where Salvador Dali was born and died. The main attraction of that place being the Salvador Dali Museum, which we went to. And he's buried there. So... Kind of went to Salvador Dali's tomb. Literally did. I mean, I was standing over his body, sitting next to his body, presumably behind some stone. But uh, it was right there. And you know what? Salvador Dali, gross-looking guy. 
his mustache, his hair, his skin type even, which I can say because I think my dad's got that same kind of Mediterranean skin type. I'm like half that Mediterranean skin type. It's gross. He had this nasty, oily mustache, very famous, disgusting mustache. Um, big turnoff. Now his art. <sighs> I can appreciate it, you know, relative to the time period that it was made, but it's not my favorite. So I'll be honest, I wasn't going there as a Dolly super fan. I think that conceptually, personality-wise, fine. I like the art fine. Not my favorite. That being said, dude, this museum was pretty dope. Definitely a uh, worth the checking out. So I'm going to rewind a little bit. We went to this medieval village. And I can't remember what we'd eaten. We'd eaten in the seaside one, and then it was like another hour drive, let's say. And we went through a very, like the Appalachian countryside that I grew up in, type area with, you know, some rural tourism, farming, wedding venues, that kind of stuff. There was some fires burning. You could tell it was a conservative area. There was a dude in a fluorescent windbreaker squatting in a field on his phone, taking a break, probably just hiding from someone who nags him, honestly, aren't we all? So anyway, we get to this medieval village, and um, I'm bad at the names of all these places. Some of them are Googleable. Figuera is Googleable. Wherever Dolly was born and died, that's easy. Dolly Museum, easy. I later after I forget how to say it, or you, not that I really am saying it correctly now, but after I forget what it looks like written down, I'll be able to look it up. And reference that. But uh, these other ones, not so much. Because they have like three part names. By the way, look up Salvador Dali and Pablo Picasso's full names. They're insane. That came up yesterday on the tour. Our, uh, our tour guide yesterday told us about that. And I looked it up and it is like they're, they are sentences. Full blown, many word sentences. Picasso more so. But um, this medieval village we get to, and it had been carved out of like a granite rock, the top of this mountain for strategic views back in the day, you know, like the 1100s or something. And that's cool to see. Of course, it's cool to see. Everyone loves something that old. Um, some gift shops, but nicer gift shops, right? Like a gallery, or places that sell like, Nice ceramics, not places that are selling little Chinese junk. I mean, there could have been a couple, but those weren't the ones we walked by. Those weren't the ones we went into. And um, there was a castle that had long been abandoned, long been abandoned in the center of town. Our guide told us that uh, at some point it had been almost turned into like a bed and breakfast boutique hotel, but that they couldn't make it work with regulations and they just walked away from it. So now it is a kind of hotel for pigeons. But pleasant surprise, the clock tower had been 
apparently opened since the last time that our guy had been there. Julio had been there only a few days prior. He had never been up. It was his first time actually being able to climb the tower. And it was a cool thing to do, to get a totally panoramic view of the entire uh, countryside where you can see mountains and the ocean way far off in the distance. Wait for the bells to chime, even. Look down on the open castle as pigeons fly off into the uh, rising morning sun. Over, uh, what's the area called? Girona. And you see all of the Catalonian independence flags, the republic flags, waving in the distance. The yellow ribbons, which are to sympathize with and ask for amnesty for the political prisoners taken after the uh, vote for independence in 2017. So apparently about 100 political prisoners that Spain has taken and will not release. That's something that I think is wrong. Basically, if you're ever calling someone a political prisoner, I don't know, if you've taken a political prisoner, you're in the wrong not very self-aware to be taking political prisoners. That's all. So, yeah, it was cool to see the tower. And then we got down and we continued on to the final location where we had lunch. Dude, there was a little dog, a couple little dogs, a Jack Russell Terrier biting at a fountain, a very regal black spaniel lapping up Coca-Cola from next to us. Spilt on the ground. Its owners were furious that it was drinking the Coca-Cola. I remarked, oh no, now you got your dog addicted to Coke. And they laughed and walked away. They understood enough English to know that was funny. And uh, it might have been French because we were within 10 miles, apparently, of the French border. Could almost smell it. So we had sushi, by the way, at that meal. I had a fukimaki, fukimaki, which had strawberry in it. Casey had ramen that came very late to the table, enough so that we had to ask multiple times. And my dad actually went to the restroom. We'd all finished our meals. My dad went to the restroom. Casey still had not been served. And he made some, you know, he made a fuss inside. And then her meal came out and there was a quail egg uh, shell left in it but there was no quail egg actually as part of the ramen which was curious but it was good I had a little bit of it when she was done so we'd all shared you know oh cool thing here lunch for whatever reason is the bigger meal anthropologically I don't know what about certain cultures certain regions makes their lunch or their dinner the primary meal. And I wonder if America, because it's a mixing pot, maybe had certain cultures think both lunch and dinner, Tampoco or Tambien, were both, you know, the main meals. And that's why America got obese, except for also Coca-Cola, which I guess will play a big part in today's episode. Coca-Cola, that is. Um, but they take their sweet time. You know, it was, someone goes, okay, 
the, our guide would leave us. He'd go move the car or sit in the van or whatever. You'd invite him, hey, come eat with us, and he would just disappear. Um, two hours, he'd say, and then you're like, wow, that's too much time. It's too much time. But turns out it's not. They're going to be really slow with it. So good lunch. I kept seeing people smoking cigarettes, sexy young Spanish women, presumably Spanish women in stylish clothes, smoking cigarettes, wearing cool glasses. And I'd be like, man, I want a cigarette. I want to be like that. And so I went looking for a tabacaria, and I did buy myself a pack of Marlboros. And unlike the pack of Marlboros that I bought for really the same reason in London, these ones still had their red triangle logo, their iconic logo. But they both, this one as well, had a picture, I guess indicative of the EU, that um, a young boy mourning his mother's grave, presumably because she smoked. And I got a pack of matches to go with them and stood and smoked a cigarette before we met back with our driver um, and then went into the Dolly Museum. And the Dolly Museum was pretty cool. It had been a theater destroyed in the Spanish Civil War that Franco, or the local mayor, whoever he dealt with, the fascists, decided to uh, allow Dolly to turn into, while he was still alive, a museum dedicated to himself. And for years, until his death, he worked on it, just sending the bills to the Spanish government. Um, because apparently he was pretty sympathetic to the fascists, as they were to him. And, yeah, it was a cool place, though, either way. There was a little bit of that old theater character, you know, burnt timbers sticking out of the atrium. But he'd covered the whole thing in red and yellow, like the Catalan flag, um, the yellow being buns, like bread, to show plenty, I suppose. And then there were big eggs on the top of it to show, like, not prosperity, but fertility maybe or something like that. So you go in and there's a old Cadillac with a monolith of tires on top of the monolith is perched a yellow fishing boat with tear raindrops falling down from it. And if you put a quarter into a machine, it would open an umbrella above the rainboat, and then inside of the Cadillac, it would rain on the passengers, which were mannequins of a soldier, and uh, a couple in the back seat with their chests opened. It was pretty cool. Inside, there were giant canvases and works from all periods of uh, Dolly's life. Little works, big works, statues, paintings, drawings, prints, um, needlework. Some of it I liked more or less, you know, of course. But uh, I don't want to bore you with descriptions of every kind of art in there. I think I've done enough of that. And then, yeah, we snuck out. You know, there were several places in there that you had to put a quarter into things, and no one would do it. And then my dad would put a, a euro coin into these machines, and it would activate, you know, usually a crucifix of some kind. 
and everyone would flock over to watch it activate. It was interesting to see that they cared, just not enough to put in a euro to see it work. And that is part of the work, the ratio of people who can be compelled to activate it and how they react in it being activated. So it's cool to see. A lot of stereo, stereographic art where you had to get your face up close to a triangular mirror so you could see two pieces as one three-dimensionally. And uh, those tended to have like nose, skin smears on the glass where people had rubbed their face on it, and that grossed me out. Um, I don't know what else is worth mentioning from today. We went to dinner. I know that's worth mentioning. We went to dinner, and I forgot my COVID passport. Oh, no. Luckily, it was right around the corner. But I walked in, and I have my digital QR code COVID passport, but that's not good enough outside of the U.S. You need your CDC card and your actual passport, so I had to run back and get it, and that kind of frustrated me. But then I had a delicious tomato salad and guacamole and a Cuba Libre, which is a rum and coke. Keeps coming back, doesn't it? Uh, It was good. Very refreshing. I feel like I got all my vitamins. It was a long day. So, guys, thank you very much. Come again tomorrow.